everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And you didn't make eye contact with me. And so I was like, oh, we're doing it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You're totally, totally was, fine. You do I, not have to. But I was looking at my notes. You're totally fine. You know why I was looking at my notes? Why? Because I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm really excited too. I have some pre-menu stuff. Okay. I also do. Okay. Uh, so this is minute 82. Yes. Which begins with David looking more pissed after Denton's goodbye, even though I think he was going for kind of taken aback and concerned. Right. Like, why are you telling us goodbye? Is everything okay? What are you doing? Yeah, it comes across Leaving? more. Yeah, it comes across <laughs> more as, what are you doing? Instead of, it, why? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, and I have it going through Denton giving David the story that he wrote about the rally and saying, I want you to read it at least. Right. Because you're the only one that can read. I mean, that's not true, but he is the only one that probably cares. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, what have you got? So the first thing I have is Denton going back to the old war beat. Yeah. Him trying to make it. He he. This is Denton at his like least cool, most nervous. He's like, they put me on the, <laughs> going back on that old war beat. Yeah. And you're like, you don't sound cool. No one thinks that, like, you don't even believe that that's cool. Yeah. It's the least cool anyone has ever been like, I'm on the war beat. Yeah. Also, we've done research into the wars that were going on. They were all, if you'll, please pardon, you know, respect to the dead and whatever. They were like super boring wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, see, I I have always watched, like viewed his awkwardness about this yeah. as you guys are going to be pissed at me and I don't have yeah. any control over it. Right. And I feel really bad, but like... Right. I mean, I do kind of... Well, and as he says um, in... Is it this episode? Yeah, he says it in this episode. Um, he says, I would be... Basically, if, if I were to turn down... Yeah. Being reassigned to my old job, I would be blackballed from every... Like, if I wanted to keep writing this newsy story... Right. I would be blackballed from every paper in the country. I am a newspaper man. I have to have a newspaper to write for. Uh, before we talk about the history of the phrase blackballed... Um, I want to say that like David hopefully was hopeful when he was like, what did you get fired or something? Like he has like a, a rise in his voice. And I get that because it would be better. It would help the cause if Denton was fired, at least in David's mind, but it's much worse. Denton is just being reassigned. I have never heard hopefulness in that. I have always heard concern. Like, yeah. the, like this, that is the moment where he switches from, what are you doing? What do you mean? Into, oh, wait, what? Yeah. I, I've, I, I don't know that I have before, but this viewing, I was definitely like, like, not like, boy, I hope you got fired, but like, right. all right, now, did you get fired or like what? And Denton, and it's, I mean, mostly because of what Den Denton's like, no, I got reassigned, which is like, and, you know, it's that like, not the, I hate, I don't hate you, I nothing you. Right. Like it's the newspaper being like, we're not going to fire him. We're just going to put them on more important stuff. Right. More important yeah. things. Do we know why he got moved off of the war beat to begin with? I mean, I, th I always assumed it was that the Spanish-American War ended. Okay, but it's never explicitly stated. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about blackballing real quick. Okay. So what it means is uh, you are, basically, you can't get a job anywhere, is what yeah. Denton means by that. Yeah. But below that, I, th I, th I found it was very interesting. It says it's a rejection in a traditional form of secret ballot 
where a white ball or ballot constitutes a vote in support and a black ball signifies opposition. It's usually used when an organization rules provide that one or two objections will, like, one or two people being like, I don't like that guy, will get you rejected from joining the club, as opposed to, like, a 50% quorum or whatever. Okay. Uh, But what was really cool to me... It says it's it's been used since like the 17th century, okay, which is wild. So, um, the system that this ballot box has is that it has like you have everyone has uh, white balls and black balls, okay. And when it comes time to vote, to vote, you have the ball that you're voting with in your hand, and you like stick your hand either they had it either under like the lip of the box mm-hmm. or under a blanket under the lip of the box, so people could see that you were voting and they could hear the ball hit the you know the floor of uh-huh. the box. But but then then at the end they would reveal and see if there were any black balls. Okay. So it was like a secret way of not of it being like, well, Aaron blackballed me. Right. It was like I was blackballed by by someone. Right. And I mean, like, I feel like if you're being blackballed by a couple people, you know who it is. But like, yeah. officially, it's a way of like doing it anonymously. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool. But it has taken on this this meaning of you are now blackballed from this whole field of employment. Yeah. Because it's like it's like this field of employment is the secret organization you're trying to join. I think they said like the Masons used it and stuff. Okay. But it's like uh an allegory for that. But uh, yeah, I was actually really interested to find that like it comes from like actual little black balls that were they used to vote against people. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that's 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 the, the one bit of uh, copy-paste Wikipedia research I did. Okay. And now I'm ready to talk, uh, to talk menus, if you're ready to talk menus. Yeah, so there's this menu right behind David's head. Yeah. For most of this scene. Right. And... It has some real special stuff on it. Yeah. It has borscht Mm -hmm. for 10 cents. Yes. It has sauerkraut for 5 cents. Yes. It has knockwurst for 15 cents. Right. I'm assuming that's what Les is eating. That 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 giant, giant pig in the blanket. I have that for the next minute. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, if this is what's available. That's what he's eating. I mean, hot dog. And I did look up the history of hot dogs to see if like were hot dogs just not even invented Mm -hmm. yet. And they were... Um, the idea of putting them on a bun was like a decade or two old. Okay. Um, or even I think maybe like 1880s. Okay. But like Coney Island had like Red Hots, which is basically like a hot dog. Okay. Uh, at this time. So okay. they, th- a hot dog was an option, but I always assumed, and I know you all, you did too, that it, he was eating a hot dog because it looked like a hot dog. And yeah. Neither of us as children were like, is that Knockwurst? Yeah. Anyways, I have, I have a, a real quick thing about Knockwurst next minute. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. I have salad for 10 cents. Just a generic. I assume that's just like some lettuce. Yeah. Just 10 cents worth of lettuce. Yeah. Um, maybe with like oil and vinegar on it. That makes sense. Some that kind makes of a sense. Yeah, you'd want a, non- a non-perishable dressing. Yeah. Although there might be other vegetables on it too, though, because that like it's it, the stuff, the stuff on this menu, it's five cents if it's a side, 15 cents for a clear entree. And then like the soup and salad is. 10 cents. So it's probably more than just lettuce. What I find is very interesting is once again, and as always, the healthiest item on the menu, like it, like, I don't know if this menu reflects something or whatever, uh-huh. but like, you know how like, you know, organic food is more expensive yeah. and like the vet, you know, fresh produce is more expensive and whatever. Yeah. And I realized that that's why, but like even here, you know, a sa- just salad yeah. is more expensive than, you know, your your buttered beets. 
Okay. Okay. So the next. So okay. So I have salad. I have roast beef, fifteen cents. Yeah. Pork and beans, fifteen cents. Something that originally I thought said Battersea Beach, uh-huh. and I'm like, what the fuck is Battersea Beach? So I had a question mark, and then I moved on for five cents. Cold, yes, cold slaw. Yeah, I have a note. I have a. I did a little research on that for five cents, and then coffee all day for two cents. Right. So the buttered beets. Yeah. I'm glad that that's also what you. Put down and I did look up to see if buttered beets is a thing. Is it? Because it's absolutely a thing. Okay. Um, it looks, and I, this is not me being sarcastic. I looked it up because I did not know. You literally take beets and put them in a pan of butter and that's it. Okay. And then, Like you cook them in butter? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, it had a reference to another like 19th century movie. Where they talked about buttered beets, I, I I saw it as like a suggested term, but like okay. I was like, I guess maybe it's a thing back then because options were limited or yeah. something. But yeah, so buttered it has, beets. This yeah. is almost like between the borscht and the sauerkraut and the knockwurst. Is this like a German restaurant, a Polish restaurant? Right. It's I mean, or I mean, it's definitely a, like a immigrant food. Yeah. That I mean. Yeah, and which which puts us right in the right place for what we've been talking about for this whole movie about yeah. like we are probably near the Lower East Side where there's just a you know a big huge influx of of new immigrants. Yeah, and so even if the proprietors of Tibby's, presumably perhaps Tibby, uh huh, um, are maybe if even if they're not immigrants themselves, they would be catering, yeah, literally catering to an immigrant palate. Yeah. Pork and beans is kind of the the random outlier yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, good, solid working person's food. Right. Uh, but it doesn't feel like it fits in with the borscht and the sauerkraut. Yeah. I, uh, I think of pork and beans as being either like American cowboy food or like yeah. baked beans feels very British to me, like beans on toast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't strike me as being the most... <laughs> German of things, but right. Okay, so now I have a question and a and a, and a, a an amusing, at least to me, fan theory. Okay, pork and beans. It has only just now occurred to me is not the same as beanie weenies. Pork and beans is when you put what in the beans? I thought it was a hot dog. Me too. Is it not the same as beanie weenies? I mean, or Frank and Frank's and beans. I thought it. Beans. I thought it was all the same thing. I thought so too, but then I was thinking about the word pork, and I was like, "Well, that could be any number. Maybe it is." I'm glad that you felt like that because I felt like I had been thinking when when I was picturing pork and pork and beans, I was picturing, and then you cut up a hot dog and you toss that in, you stir it around, and you serve it. I mean, I guess in theory it could be like shredded pork. Yeah. Or a pork chop. Just I, I mean, dropped in, just, just sitting on top of those beans. <laughs> yeah. It could. I mean, it could be. A lot of baked beans have bacon in them, so yeah. it could be baked beans like yeah. with bacon. Those cans of baked beans that have the one... I hate that one <laughs> lump of bacon. It's that... like, was this an afterthought? What's yeah. going on? Like, I love bacon. Yeah. And I love canned baked beans. But sure. every time, like, as I have to fish that... Like, I shouldn't feel like I have to fish that piece of bacon out and throw it away because, like, it's in there for a reason. But like, is the reason just because it's garnish? <laughs> I think it's. I think it's like it's flavor. Let's toss it in so that that then like this will taste like bacon a little. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I looked up cold slaw yeah. versus coleslaw because I was like, is that a is cold 
slaw coleslaw. So it's coleslaw. Coleslaw is the C O L E. Right, is okay. the correct, and it comes from the Dutch like koleslav. K-O-L-I-S-L-A-V-E or okay. something like that. So it's never, it's not, I was worried that it was like a, like an African-American, like, jivification, like okay. coleslaw. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wondered if it was like, like a, a southern, like a southern yeah. dropping the final consonant right. kind of thing, and it just became the thing that it was. And it's not, but I think that, that, that but like coleslaw, I, I read a um, How to Write Better blog post about coleslaw versus coldslaw. Okay. And I was like, when you use, and I think it was clearly a, a, like a, a template. Because okay. like when you use one, when you use the other, and it was like coleslaw. This is this, and it's this, and you can sometimes say slaw and whatever. Okay. And it was like coldslaw. This is wrong. This is supposed to be coleslaw. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So, but clearly it's like, um, well, I, I can't think of a single example, but it's like when you think like you know when someone like old timeifies something by just stretching out a word that is already not needing ye, to be- ye old soda shoppy right right that kind of exactly, thing exactly exactly yeah. um. Yeah, so cold slaw is just is just plain all wrong. Okay, um, and it's either wrong because whoever wrote it on there didn't know it, right? Or it's or I wonder if it was a conscious choice or if somebody just wrote it wrong. It's it's wild to think that like I don't know which I hope for because like the the this this I was seeing all over that like cold slaw is like commonly oh I'm wrong. sure like, well it's like people who like wrought iron instead of wrought iron right. Like, it's just one of those right. things that gets misheard. For all intensive purposes, uh-huh. it's like the same thing. Yeah. Um, supposedly. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's a moo point. <laughs> that is a moo point. Uh, yeah, so that, um, let's see, I had coleslaw. Oh, yeah, and, that, and then I had just one more note about Denton. Okay, uh, I, I don't have anything after the menu other than the initials, which we just before recording this episode, we looked through the credits on IMDb and could not find a single person with any of the initials written in the, in the corners of this menu. The top left is S a top right is L M bottom left is E B bottom right is W E. So if that means anything to anybody, I guess let us know. I have a theory. Sure. Oh, my theory about pork and beans is that Jack, as a cowboy, asked Tibby's to have that on the menu because he wanted to eat like a cowboy sometimes. Sure. Um, and they're like, uh, we serve borscht. Yeah. He's, and he's like, like, right. And also, you've got knockwurst. Just put it in some beans. Yeah. You got beans? You got knockwurst? I mean, no, we don't have beans because do you see beans on the menu? <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> I, I know a beans guy. Yeah. Um, Old Beans McGee, Jack's Beans Connection. Yep. Um, my guess about the initials is this. Okay. The waiters acknowledging that they have read the menu. Oh, okay. So like when you show up to work and your name is Salvador Alfonso, you come in, you put on your gross used to be white apron. Mm-hmm. And you go. Oh, now the server in here, his apron looked pretty. You're white. right. You're right. He, maybe it was. Maybe he was had just clocked in. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you put on your apron and you go and check out what the chef has said is available to serve, and you write your initial initials to say like, okay, I've seen this. Okay. It feels like a late '90s sort of managerial technique. Yeah. But I wonder if that you know, and if 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 someone knows like the history of like restaurant. that'd be a what a wild niche specialty but like yeah that's that's what occurs to me that like we are we have four servers just sign the corners when you've read the menu so that we know that you've read the menu yeah i had honestly assumed that it was cast members 
Yeah. Just like uh, like in uh, uh, Catch Me If You Can, how Tom Hanks and maybe Steven Spielberg, I can't remember, but like Tom Hanks and somebody else had like made like jotted down notes to each other on one of the whiteboards. Oh, that, I don't think I know yeah, that. Yeah, I, I read it in like the credits of, yeah. or the IMDb like trivia, trivia thing. Yeah. And like it never zooms in enough for you to really see what it says, but... It's like if you know to look for it, you can kind of see that like one of them says like Tom Hanks's name or something. In the last episode of Community before it got rebooted, the mm-hmm. last like NBC episode of Community, mm-hmm. there's a chalkboard that says this is the last time that you'll be able to take a screenshot. This is the last screenshot moment of the show. Oh. And I took a picture of it because I was like, that's amazing. What a cool thing to do. Because yeah. like they would always have stuff written on the on the chalkboard and yeah, like yeah. in stuff. But like it was like. Last screenshot moment of the show or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm not there yet. That's okay. I think, something I think to look I'm for. still in season one. Yeah. By the time I get there, I'll have forgotten and you can remind me again. There you go. <laughs> um, I will maybe not remember either. Sure. Um, my last note is that Denton looks so young when he's sort of like hat in hand, kind of like, look, guys, I'm really sorry. Yeah. You're good. Go you. Yay. He looks like he's de-aging. As we speak. Yeah, well, because it's the first time that we see him not as the man in charge. Like, this is the moment where power shifts from Denton being the one with all the answers to David. Right. Um, I have further notes about that uh, tomorrow. But yeah, there's, I mean, Denton is coming and he he knows these boys are going to be pissed. Yeah. He knows he's letting them down and he feels awful about it. He's also still wearing his bow tie from the I did look at the bow tie and you're right. It is shaped weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I have. Okay, that's all I have. Cool. All right, well, uh, we have some social media to do. Before we do, I have a question for you. Okay. What menu, what item on the menu would you get? Um, I mean, I like roast beef. Yeah. I like borscht, honestly. What is borscht? It's like a cold beet soup. I had it one time. I went to this Polish restaurant. two beet items on the menu. They do. I went to this Polish restaurant yeah. in New York when I was visiting friends. Okay. It was not Tibby's. Oh. I don't think. Unless. I'll have to ask Sarah what it was called. She's like, Tibby's um, wine. You're like, <gasps> But yeah, I had like the the meal I ordered like came with borscht. And I was mm. like, what is this? And they're like, borscht, you'll love it or hate it. There's <laughs> no middle sliders on this one. <laughs> I thought it was good. Oh, cool. Um, it's like kind of, it's weird because it's cold. Yeah. And it's supposed to be cold. Yeah, like gazpacho. Yeah. Gazpacho. Yeah. But yeah, I... I mean, I would probably go for the roast beef or the pork and beans, but I have yeah. to say that knockwurst that Les is eating looks pretty good. It it's weird that it's we'll talk about it. Let's talk about it next let's yeah. talk about it next step next minute. What but would like, you order? I think probably the pork and beans. Okay. I wouldn't trust the salad. I don't really like coleslaw or sauerkraut. Okay. Yeah, I don't like sauerkraut, but I do like coleslaw. Buttered beet sounds bad to me. I might I might end up just getting a coffee. <laughs> Same. <laughs> But I'm confused by the buttered beets. I guess I've only ever really had like pickled beets. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. Fine. They're, I mean, they're kind of whatever. Um, but yeah, I, they're usually on like a, a salad yeah. with like goat cheese or something. I don't yeah. think I've ever had them buttered. To me, I'm picturing them looking exactly like uh, canned cranberry sauce from Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, like the kind that's shaped like the can? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same texture and color yeah. as, as the beets? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, the beet looked darker. Okay. Um, there's, and like I said, there's like YouTube videos and cooking videos about how to make buttered beets. Maybe I'll do that at some point soon. Okay. 
and make you try it. All right, I'll try it. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you show up here and I'm like, I made us a Newsies dish, you would try. I know you would try I would, it. I would absolutely try it. And then I would also have like peanut M&Ms or something on hand Yay! To, to cleanse the palate afterwards. Sparkleberry Skittles. There we go. Um, feels like peanut M&Ms would be a better choice. Also, I actively have them now as opposed to Sparkleberry Skittles, which I think I have to wait till next July to get. Uh, sadly not. No? At Target, I'm fairly sure, at least in the clearance section, has had Star Spangled Skittles like oh. year. Like I definitely have seen them in like, it's not time for 4th of July or... It's way past time for 4th of July eras of the calendar. Yeah. Anyways, let's do social media. Social media. So we have a Twitter account for the podcast. It is at Newsies Minute. And then individually, if you want to talk to us, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I am at Unabashed James. We also have a Patreon. If you would like to become an ambassador uh, with the rest of us, uh, you can join us at patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Yep. So we have some... I don't really have, I guess we have a little bit of um, knockwurst discussion to have tomorrow, but I don't really have too much else food wise. Yeah, I did some padding for two minutes of this week and one of the, and the first minute of with padding is tomorrow. Oh, okay. So we're going to learn, we're going to learn about a guy. Okay. Well, tomorrow. yeah, that's, I'm excited about that. But until then. Soak him for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.